Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, Albie, happy Independence Day to you. Happy 4th of July to you, too. Honey. Well, it's Independence Day, Alice. It's not just a day. It's also Independence Day. It's also Happy Independence Day to all you guys, too. Thanks for joining us live. So, a a uh, on Twitter, a listener has brought forward an emergency review request, Alice, mm-hmm. of this woman who well, got on the airplane and then stormed off the plane. Mm-hmm. And did you see yeah. the video? Yes. Okay, so she's a pleasant-looking enough uh, woman. She might be insane, though. Well, now this, this is the analysis that we're doing here. Okay. And so this is the this is the audio of her last few seconds on the plane. What? I'm telling you, I'm getting the f- off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f- off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f- but I am telling you right now... That mother f- that mother f- back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. Okay, a couple of things. One, she sounds like she's from Massachusetts. Which yeah, is, she's it's, not it's pretty real. tough to, just to hear audio that you're playing over the Zoom call, just FYI. But the, the audio, the people can hear it, right? No? I don't know how well they can hear it, but it doesn't sound good well, to me. But. Okay, well, there's nothing we can do about it, and it's in the audio. If you're watching the video and somehow it just doesn't seem great, the audio I'm playing, that trust me, you could, you'll hear it when you listen to the podcast. So there you go. This is that is all I can do, Alice. Let's play the audio. I know. I'm just saying that we shouldn't lean too heavily on that. Part. We're going to lean on it for a moment because it's been submitted an emergency whistleblower request from a fan okay. of the Burn Barrel podcast. So. We have to okay. Um, a couple of things. One, Alice, you are right. She's there's something in when you reveal the core of somebody is 
is psychotic to me that that is sexy and in the idea that she, but she's just having her own crazy blubbering breakdown and especially like right around here everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it i don't give two f**ks but i am t- there's a reason why i'm getting the f- off and everyone she's having a personal breakdown this is not a this is about her and her mind and whatever this is not like me in 1993 which is where all this came from because and there's a certain type that i'm that i'll always be locked on to because my first actual girlfriend in 1993 when i was 20 was she had a strong boston accent massachusetts accent malden accent and she was a a young lady who was far more advanced in many ways than i was in every way as a matter of fact and um and so it was the template that that I was introduced to when I was almost like allowed to be like intimate. Like she would do something like she would tell me, uh, like Tommy, can you rub a like a, a suntan lotion on me, please? Even though she would like over tan to the point that she was already already ravaged by the time she was twenty. And the the idea for me back then, when I was nineteen years old or twenty years old, that any woman would like knowingly allow me to touch them like on her bat with my hand i was like oh my goodness this is incredible because i didn't grow up with sisters and i didn't have a there was a whole bunch of chicks around me in high school so I, had, I had no i idealized women i had no idea what they were like and they were an alien species and like that i was allowed to be in proximity of one was the was the was the whole thing so that's why and she was she would go she was psychotic a lot of times and would threaten to kill me a lot of times and because she was also somebody who I was young and she was pretty, and, and so I I found that template to be something that I that I just appreciate. So that's why we talk about the, these psychotic women. And some I'm not the only guy who feels that way. There's a few people. Timmy Canton feels the same way. He likes crazy as well. It's it's a, just a certain mm-hmm. respect. Um, and and Alice Shattuck herself can bring it, but in a more in a more like like I get goosebumps in something internal and something in nature tells me that I actually am in danger with <laughs> Alice you is, like. I do like that too I do like that too because somewhere I feel mm-hmm. like I'm too I'm too uh, wretched to deserve to live so maybe this is the moment uh, there's a lot this is nothing that a psychologist can't figure out anyway so this girl on the plane no she's just having a personal a personal episode does it, she at one point say that somebody else on the plane isn't real? Yeah, somebody's not real, which means that oh, she's just needs to be at Whispering Meadows. And and here's the other <laughs> thing. Here's the other thing. There's mm-hmm. no excuse in the world for holding up a plane. There is no excuse in the world. In mm-hmm. the world, I would put the 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 horrible attacks of nine eleven um, should make all those hijackers burn in hell forever. They should get an extra ten years for diverting flights because. <laughs> That's your takeaway from nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I believe I, <laughs> I, I, I was succinct in in how I said it. Also, the building part was very bad, and it was by far eclipses the inconvenience factor. Although they actually shut down every flight across the globe for a long time. That's true. Yeah, they were they they weren't good. So anyway, so the my verdict is this: No, we do not love her or find her attractive. Um, whatsoever. Sorry about that, Alice. I know that disappoints you. You don't find her attractive? Doesn't do it for me in the psycho way. She's actually a turn off in the way she's a psycho. Hmm. Okay, so I want to ask you something, Alice. This is, it was started, this is lifestyle stuff, but you are 
a woman, and you mm-hmm. are the woman who I'm allowed to, because we're married, and mm-hmm. we've had five kids, so we have, at times in our lives, been intimate with each other. And as a matter of fact, it's fair to say that in, there has been in the past times when I have, um, where I have beholded you, beheld you? Is that what, dude? Beheld, sure. Beheld you in a bikini, it's fair to say, correct? True. Yeah. I have seen your beautiful body. Is maybe that... even, maybe even with less than a bikini. Maybe even You've that. Seen me. <laughs> that could be true. I yes. mean, you are a wasp. You try not to look directly at closely. it. No, <laughs> absolutely. You got burst into fl- flames. <laughs> we don't like, uh, you know, seductive, uh, warm uh, lumbata romance as wasps. It's all workman, sh- workmanly. Um, but here's my thing. So there's this new line of bikinis coming out from the many-stringed bikini. And I sent you this, and it's got a picture in it. And it's got a woman, a beautiful woman, in a bikini, mm-hmm. as you would expect. What I, 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 this is what 2023 has done to me, Alice, is mm-hmm. when it said the rise of the many-stringed bikini subheadline says crisscrossing. This is the Wall Street Journal. Crisscrossing strings and torso tra- tra- traversing ties are taking over swimmer this season i was so expecting mm-hmm. the picture to load and it to be a man in a bikini i would so i'm that's just now the norm for me but no for some reason the wall street journal is covering bikinis with women inside them i don't know what that's all about but so anyway so you see this woman she's beautiful and she's wearing this bikini and it's like the there's the top parts of the breast part whatever and then there's the mm-hmm. strings and then there's the bottom part so it's all stringy my feeling is this and the reason i bring this up alice is because uh-huh. I was taught when I when I studied at the foot of this from Nancy from Malden in 1993, she told me the importance of tan lines and all that. Oh, Tommy, that's so important. You can't have tan lines. You're gonna look like what you look like. So for women, so I was like, okay, tell me more. Whatever you say. Isn't this a thing? Wouldn't these create an abstract series of tan tan lines on a woman's body? Do women want that? Um. Yeah, I think there's less emphasis. Like, I think, in a way, I personally think tan lines are almost sexy, kind of. Um, I'm more just concerned with the practicality of all those and strings. It, it seems. Really I agree with you that tan lines are me. sexy. Obviously, as a guy, you're happy to be having that conversation. Um, but, but, but they weren't for that person that she would always thought that they there had to be very disciplined and make sure that everything's just in the right place so that so that you you're using the sun with surgically um but it seems to me with these strings that now you're going to have unruly tan lines that you can't control but nobody cares nobody cares and nobody cares actually everybody's got well i mean i don't think you're necessarily wearing that like to tan exactly like oh a lot of people who like tan tan go to tanning beds Oh, I see. You know, who, like, do it in a serious, dedicated way. And, like, you wouldn't wear oh. that to a tanning bed because that's, like, that's, like, to wear to, like, the pool party. Oh, I see. So that's interesting. So there are there are there women who lie out who actually aren't tanning? They're just kind of lying out? I mean, I don't – I think lying out is a phrase that's used particularly by people who tan, mm-hmm. but – yeah, like I don't think that if you're lying out to get tan, you would wear that bikini necessarily. Because a lot of times, women will even like undo the back part of their bikini when they're like lying face down to not get tan lines when they're right. tanning, you know. But I I don't think that I think that that serves a different function. Like this is like body decor. This almost looks like it fulfills the function to me 
like of like body jewelry or something you know what i mean so what do you wear as a top when you're in a tanning booth because i assume you want to look like you're just this natural color I mean, I don't really know. I don't really do it. Maybe people do a topless. I don't know. But you've gotten spray tans before. Spray tans. I don't think that's people totally do totally different from a tanning bed. I don't think people do a topless. You couldn't do it completely topless. I don't know. In a bed. Yeah, but wouldn't aren't certain areas more sensitive than others? I don't know. Skin is skin. You're the only girl I'm allowed to talk to this stuff about. This I don't stuff know. With. I don't. But I'm not a tanning bed person, really. You need to go ask people in Revere or something. Because oh know. my goodness, what an elitist! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ask people in Revere. See, I like that. See, all right, we'll move on, Alice, because you're you're only being. Uh, um, yeah, many people go in a sunbed in a bikini, underwear, or, or completely naked. Depends on you and the tan lines you want to have. Huh. Yeah. So apparently yeah, I guess, people do do it. I guess maybe strippers do that. I'll ask my friends in Revere, Alice. Okay. Um, another thing. Speaking of um, tan lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I get to the last lifestyle thing before we get to politics? Or do you want to get right to politics? Sure. Um. Okay. Speaking of tan lines. Um, so this is very interesting because, you know, I use DuckDuckGo now. Mm-hmm. There's two things happening with big social media that seems to be turning uh, almost a corner. As if, like, it, after somehow this weird coalition is happening with the Tucker people and, uh, like, RFK kind of people. Mm-hmm. And Trump kind of people. So first yeah. is Judge Order orders Biden officials to limit contact with social media companies. Preliminary injunction orders federal agencies to refrain from pressuring social media companies on censorship. He ruled that the Biden administration. Oh, I thought you were going to do a lifestyle issue. That's a politics. Issue. Well, it is, but uh, there's it kind of goes into um, it kind of goes into another social media story that's kind of important that is more lifestyley. Um, yeah, so this is actually big news and good news for um, Independence Day in particular, which is that this injunction actually bans specifically the president, but a whole bunch of other executive agencies from like contacting social media companies and suggesting that they do away with certain posts or suppress them or whatever. Which is, of course, so, the problem. Right. And this has to so, do with the Hunter Biden stuff, and I assume, and I, actually, it, it's it's kind of it, it's tangent, not even tangentially, maybe directly uh, mm-hmm. involved in that stuff. Hunter Biden stuff, all the stuff of the 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 ruling that we found from um, who's that guy? Um, the committee, Gomer, is it? Comer, Comer, uh, who, who Comer. yes, okay. who found all of these uh, intel agencies had been um, pressured by. Um, so the intelligences had been pressuring social media, et cetera, you know, working on they had full knowledge while they were pressuring Facebook, et cetera, to shut down Hunter Biden stuff. They had full mm-hmm. knowledge that. Yeah, but but of course, like the mainstream media outlets are framing this as like a dangerous precedent for misinformation. So this is a temporary injunction. This isn't like the permanent ruling of the case, but um, the 
people who brought this case, among whom I saw tweeting was like the Missouri AG, mm-hmm. um, who was tweeting this out that they're they're one of the parties to the case. That um, this federal judge in Louisiana issued a preliminary injunction saying that like while we figure this case out, you the Biden, we think there's a high likelihood that we're going to end up finding that this is it violates the First Amendment. So you have an injunction, you have to stop doing this while we figure the case out. Um, so basically, they're not allowed to communicate with social media platforms about online content. So this is from the New York Times. This is um, this is the first paragraph of the New York Times article about this. This is the news article. This isn't an opinion piece. A federal judge in Louisiana Tuesday restricted parts of the Biden administration from communicating with social media platforms about broad swaths of content online, a ruling that could curtail efforts to combat false and misleading narratives about the coronavirus pandemic and other issues. Uh, it's a major development and a fierce legal fight over the boundaries and limits of speech online. So basically, and he actually, in the ruling the, about this injunction, the judge says that it's act, the government's acting as a ministry of truth and that they need to stop, um, which is uh, pretty great. A White House yes. spokesman said the Justice Department was reviewing the ruling and evaluating next steps. The administration has promoted responsible actions to protect public health, safety, and security. Security. When confronted by challenges like a deadly pandemic and foreign attacks on our elections, the spokesperson said in a statement, our consistent view remains that social media platforms have a critical responsibility to take account of the effects that their platforms are having on the American people, but make independent choices about the information they present. Not like we're going to regulate the crap out of you and we suggest you take another look at this social media post, you know, so... Right. Of course, that is exactly uh, what has been happening, especially during COVID. And as they said about, quote, election disinformation, as we've uh, been taken off YouTube several times for saying stuff about. um, By the way, um, Morgan's wife says people do uh, tan and tanning beds naked. So there you go. Okay. So then my question is this. Wouldn't it? Uh, wouldn't one burn one's areola? That's a thing, right? It is the right thing. That's not. That's not mayo and sriracha sauce, right? Areola, I think. Areola. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess it depends. If you build up a base tan there, then maybe not. Hmm. 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 More questions and answers. Well, and also. So the tanning bed is uh, is below and above. You're kind of you're kind yeah. of in a tanning sandwich maker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in a panini press. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay. So I'll ask just as the guys because in case people think I'm being a perv. Yeah. No. There's no way a guy is going in there with. No, it's not happening. Okay. <laughs> Anybody in Revere on the chat, Alice? I don't think so. Um, okay, in other really incredible news, Meta's Facebook faces fresh, fresh threat to sending personalized ads in the EU. Um, um, platforms, uh, Facebook must get user consent before sending personalized ads in certain circumstances. The EU top court ru- ruled surprise element in a broader court decision which sided with German companies uh, regulatory in limiting how the company can use data. This is huge because this is a direct kick in the teeth to the the absolute business model for Facebook. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, and the EU has been pressing this. They have like a whole bunch more data privacy laws than the United States does as well. And they um, find that they find the crap out of Facebook. Yeah, so that makes it tougher for these companies to operate there, obviously. What's also a huge threat to the revenue models of these, um, of all these companies is going to be AI. Um, because how a lot of people are starting to use ChatGPT um, is, is causing them to not go to websites or Google search things anymore, um, which is obviously the Google ads model that they've been essentially stealing the traffic from websites and serving ads, right? Right, right, right. And same with Facebook. Like, you can find stuff on Facebook. You can join groups and look at recipes and, like, you know. But a lot of people do stuff like that now. If you do it, like, through a chat GPT, you're completely avoiding all the ads. Like, if you ask chat GPT to plan my menu for the week, find me a bunch of recipes and put together a grocery list – you're never looking at an ad the whole time. Well, you, I guess not. But well, is ChatGPT literally searching? It can be. It can be depending how you have your setup. Jeez. Yeah, but there's people doing that, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this has a lot of implications. The food bloggers who are posting the recipes online won't make money but also like google who really bears a lot of responsibility for and facebook too to an extent also but between the two of them uh bear a lot of responsibility for decimating the advertising revenue for newspapers because as news moved online that ad content didn't stay because the ads google took a big chunk of the money that was being made off the ads you know, and mm -hmm. eat that up, which, which caused, you know, just as many people are reading news as were before, but there's not as much money to be made in advertising if you're the person who's creating the news content because Google's eating up a bunch of the advertising right. dollars, right? So basically, you know, AI, and depending how you use it, like, it, it really will, um, I mean, that's like the use case I hear like people, women talk about is the menu planning. But, you know, there's a bunch of different circumstances in which you can see how, you know, if you can ask ChatGPT to Google something for you, put me together a list of this, you know, I know there are programmers who use it to write code for them instead of going to like Stack Overflow where people have like put together guidelines on how to use the code. So essentially... This is going to be like how Google became the internet for people or Facebook became the internet for people uh, in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. um, it became like the window through which they access internet content. And that's why these companies were able to so effectively eat up all this advertising revenue. Right. Um, you know, it. these language model AIs are going to do the same thing. You know, you never have to hit Google. You never have to hit Facebook. Like, you can just... It will serve you the content. From so the let me ask you something without being totally devil's advocate mm -hmm. here. Isn't there something to be said for Facebook and Google window shopping? So, for instance, like the, the weed trimmer I bought, that was inspired by a, a an ad on Twitter or Instagram or one of those places. And, and like the thing for the sink, like these gadgets, I get excited by some of these. And then like the, the, the model is, you know, you find the one that's being fed to you and then find a cheap version of it on Amazon Prime and you're off to the races. I mean, I kind of I, I kind of like find that convenient. And actually, it's so targeted that, that 
it, obviously some something somewhere was listening to me say that I need that I need um all this stuff um that that uh, you know I was working on gardening stuff so this isn't this isn't it wasn't like giving me you know the sprinkler that's also a UFO you know is something I didn't need these are things that I was actively looking for so it's not all pernicious I mean it is a marketplace out there I understand that it's gathering information but 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 also like in sales anywhere you're getting market market research done you're learning about people this is just a more efficient one is it not well yeah and the point is though that those ads were served to you because you hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're on that social media app or because you were on Google or because you were on whatever you were on, right? And you were using it that way. And if you're not, then you're never going to be served that ad. Um, and, you know, the idea being that eventually those language models might move us off using the, the web the way that we do today, just like, you know, even having Google, having a search engine that was as good as Google changed the way that people use the internet. Having Facebook changed the way that people use the internet. For a significant number of older people, like Facebook is their internet. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. So, you know, they have like a captive audience. If large language model AIs become the next like way that a bunch of people use the internet, then then yeah, then then that's going to change like who's getting all that revenue as well by serving you the relevant content. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, very quickly, what is your mm-hmm. what is your uh just like t- 10 cents on on what's happening in France? Um a little hard to say. Um I see a lot of the content. I've seen some people debunk some of the content. Like I know one of the burning building videos was like in the Middle East two years ago or something. There, you know, not all the stuff that's out there about what's going on in France is a hundred percent accurate. Um, I do. I mean, it's also very tough for as an American for us to interpret the protests there through our political lens because it's not the same stuff. So I know that this most recent one is um, 
you know, sort of like police killing related the way it's yes. sort of a George Floyd thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, racial politics are complicated in France by like the colonial history with the Maghreb, the northern African countries like Morocco and Algeria and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this is it's there. There is a more complicated history there. And and they don't have the same history of race relations that we do here either. Right. So where they have this history of like this sizable minority community over time or the history right. of slavery that we had in the United no, States. No, yes, they've been they've been so a highly more uh pluralistic society and tolerant so, society. Yeah, so I would be very cautious in trying to impose the United States like racial mm-hmm. George Floyd lens onto what's happening in France. The protests that they were having before that were about raising the re- retirement age two years right and there's a and they so, have a word for it in france it, the constituency that generally protests stuff which is right. a mix of of conservatives and liberals and etc and this isn't yeah, it it's this just is the, sort this of is weird in populist that, rage this, this like. is yes this is unique in that this is foreign born people who do not like france don't want to be called french uh, do not like the culture and resent the culture and the power mm-hmm. structure. Um, and so I actually heard one guy say that he th- if he thought that uh, that Macron would cease uh, immigration immediately, that politically he'd be destroyed for it, but his popularity would go up 85% in the country. Yeah. But yeah, France in particular is a very odd... Um, political mix with an odd political history and a very like radical political history too Mm -hmm. you know their revolution was not like our revolution (laughs) it was uh no (laughs) i mean they were like they were like isis basically they weren't as they were much less civilized than isis isis had a structure with departments with an infrastructure that did not cannibalize itself well, yeah, they had the Committee of Public Safety, right? <laughs> we got a lot of those over here. It, yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, like, they, like, mass drowned nuns in the Seine on barges during the French Revolution. It was like, and, like, Thomas Jefferson was like, they went a little far, but I'm basically for it. But they were like, yeah, they were like ISIS. It was crazy. So they have, and then, you know, they brought their monarchy back for a while. They like did a bunch of other stuff. So they have like a very bizarre political history and, and they do have a history of this sort of like populist revolutionary streak where they seem to like go nuts sometimes over stuff that like from the outside sounds like nothing. It's like your retirement age is going to be 64 now. So you're burning the city down. <laughs> like I don't really understand. <laughs> but um, so it's it's kind of hard to compare the political situation there and and i don't know like i'm not embroiled enough in that world to know enough about it where like i i feel confident saying with certitude even like what's going on there necessarily or like what videos coming out of that are real or not which is like why i don't totally weigh in on it Um, so the video that's going to own the day tomorrow since there's nothing in the news cycle today the video that will own the day tomorrow is the nathan's hot dog video where the espn commentator this is great. Wait, can I say one thing sure, sure. about 
um, before we move to the hot dog thing, because I sure. do like that story. But because um, I was going to transition to and say, like, this is also why I didn't weigh in yesterday on the breaking news about the hazmat situation at the White House, because there was so much information flying around about it. And like, and we, I had said that to you. I think you sent me it last night and I had seen it floating around, but I was like, I haven't seen it like confirmed in mainstream places that this was actually cocaine. And I'm like, not sure, you know, what are we talking about? Are we talking about they found something in a homeless encampment near the White House? Because some of the sources were saying near the White House and not in the White. Mm -hmm. And so now it's sounding like... And once again, like there, there are some conflicts in these sources, but they did actually find cocaine. It was actually mm-hmm. inside the White House. The conflicts mainly seem to be now. Alice, uh, let me, let me, let me. I'm going to let you keep continuing in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just finish this for you. Uh, it is what you thought it was. I know you're not quite there. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> you think you're a hundred percent on board with it was Hunter? Uh, yes, yes. So I think that so, if they find okay, a so pile initial- of steaming dog crap in the White House, that's Commander. If they find a pile of cocaine, that's Hunter. Right, and he was there in the days leading up to this. So, and part of the controversy was that in the initial nine one one calls, it sounds like they're saying in the library and. That is an area that's like open to the public on the tour. So they're saying somebody could have left it there on a tour, which I already was a little skeptical about because we have been to the White House and you're not allowed to bring in anything. I had to have like a special note for our kids EpiPens that had to be like in a special, but, but you're not allowed to unless there's like a medical contingency. It's not like you're in there with like, you, you don't have anywhere to have on you bags of cocaine right (laughs) right like they search you when you're the public and you come in there there's not like you they don't just let anybody in on the street with cocaine so now they are saying that it was in the um offices i don't know and i saw that was saying in the chat that hunter is a crack guy and not a powder cocaine guy i i mean I don't know enough about that. Like, do we know for sure what type of cocaine it was? That was I think found? it's it, it, any port in a storm, uh, Morgan, for for this guy. And who uh, who knows? And maybe it's easier to transport this in in coffee grounds. I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, but yeah, like I, it definitely now they are saying that it was found. The everyone's reporting that it was found in the west wing of the White House, which is the executive offices not where the public doesn't go not like the part where the public likes to go you know um and Fun like Hunter's there's a bunch stash. of people incredible there's a bunch of people not to like that no pun intended like kind of blowing this off and being like oh yeah rich powerful people do cocaine big deal that's not news like it kind of is yeah if rich powerful people in- also do uh autoerotic sex but in the west wing you know it's just uh it goes to decorum, maybe. If they maybe. had found, if they had had to evacuate the White House for a hazmat situation because Trump had cocaine in the White House, can you imagine the hand wringing? Yeah, as Megan McCain said, as Megan McCain said, on? this weekend cocaine, last weekend a topless woman in the Rose Garden. Yeah, they would be freaking out if this was any Republican where this was happening. But for some reason, because it's the Biden administration, it's just fine. Like, now do we get... So the question, I guess, is now, like, presuming that it's Hunter and not some, like, coked-up 
stuff or right which like i wouldn't think it is like i don't know that white house staffers bring cocaine to work generally i don't i don't know staffers <laughs> let's mean- see who's been working on the who would be most likely to be also, don't they drug test people? Like, wasn't this a controversy at the beginning of the Biden administration? Because, like, even because a bunch of people thought that he would be nicer about marijuana and he wasn't nicer about marijuana. Like, they wouldn't hire people who had, like, drug. They were, like, still drug testing people for weed and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just hope. That- so, I mean, like, I think people who work in the White House get drug tested. I'm pretty sure it's like one of those jobs, right? Because among other things, they don't want any possibility that you could be like blackmailed or compromised in any way, right? Right. So I I would think that would be a thing that to get the clearances to be able to come and go from the White House without like getting searched every time that you would have regular drug tests. I, I mean, Maybe I'm assuming too much here, but I would I mean, think that have, Hunter's probably have, one of the few people coming in and out of the White House who doesn't get drug tested. People have brought drugs to the White House. I mean, Jefferson Airplane used to brag about how they went to the White House and all got high. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There oh, wasn't have been there... musicians who've talked about. Oh, yeah. I think like, Snoop Dogg Snoop said Dogg, he yeah. smoked weed in the bathroom or something. Like, right. Uh, no, it's definitely out there, but I mean... Uh, it's Hunter's um, coke house. Let's just let's just get there, okay? <laughs> you're right, just, you can write that you're headline ready to now. Say that. You're ready to say that. Yeah, but I am pretty cautious. I want you guys to know yeah. I don't run with everything the first time I see it until I've like seen it's, it from multiple sometimes, sources. Like, uh, that sometimes, I sometimes one's uh, cocaine is cut with Occam's razor, Alice. Hmm? <laughs> hmm? So true. So true. I'll work that into the show title. Okay, so let's go back to... Um, this is the ESPN, guys. Here. Joey Chestnut. Um, okay, so because this is audio related, can you just um, take a moment and see if you have original sounds from musicians on or off in the top okay. left corner of your screen? Right. And see if you can turn the original sound from musicians on so that you hopefully have the noise suppression it's, okay, on. Okay, it says original sounds from musicians off. Can you click it? So I click that little green thing? Tom, Al Shaddock's Zoom meeting. Encryption. No, okay. click the original sounds from musician off. It should change to on. Oh, it's on now. Okay. Now try playing Noise suppression audio. is Maybe disabled. Will... Oh. Did you ever really get to hear the airplane girl? Would you like me to hear her No, now? not really, but that's okay. Let's just play this now. It's fine. Okay. Oh. Let's see knows? if this is any better. Okay. Maybe that can improve it a little so bit. So this is... He... This... Joey Chestnut just won, and one of the announcers makes a comparison... And then stops himself in his tracks as he <laughs> as he grows petrified he before shattering into pieces. And the other guy <laughs> saves his bacon or tries to. Sixteen. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Makes Bill Russell look. Uh, yeah, puts Bill Russell, the late great Bill Russell, in terms pedestrian. of rings. Yep, pedestrian indeed. Although Bill Russell, an all-time great. We're back with more. We want to hear from the. That's perfect. 16. Bill Russell, civil rights icon. Um, you know, just uh, considered <laughs> a, a, a canonized, the Saint Bill Russell. Um, and these guys absolutely stepped in it. I, I'm sure we're going to get a l- overly lengthy apology, if not somebody just gone. Jo- but, but, uh, but it should be said that Joey Chestnut is as good as what he does, as Bill Russell is, was what he does. <laughs> You're just not allowed to say that about Bill Russell. Just pick another player and pick a white one, please. Say Larry Bird. From now on... Everybody who does trashy, 
stuff during Fourth of July is the best at it, just like Larry Bird was the best at basketball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just pick something different. Because yeah, but the I think what's so compelling about this audio is you can feel him feeling that yes. he's trapped partway through. The We're sentence. all in this ride together when <laughs> when he goes there. That's what's like painful about it. That audio is much better. Thank you for doing that. My um, pleasure. Hey, now we know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, do we want to go to Ben and Jerry's? Or no, it's not even a story. They they it's a, they just tweeted out the Fourth of July. It's time to recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen Indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now. This is one of those things like the climate, like uh, the climate offsets, where they're going to find a way to somehow buy their way out of this deal. Rich progressives mm-hmm. are going to somehow you know use money and promotion and some performative action to exempt themselves well, from having to give back too, their land. It's funny, too, because if you click through to the website they suggest we look at to learn about how we're all on stolen land, they're um, primarily looking at Mount Rushmore, which, of course, is nowhere near where they operate. So right. that already they're picking one to talk about that's like really far away. They're not like going through the Vermont history with no. the indigenous people. They're not doing how that. hilarious. Um, Mount Rushmore. Um, so they're doing that, but the, it's funny too when you say buy their way out of it because the particular story that they're telling about Mount Rushmore is that um, apparently, like the Supreme Court ruled that um, Mount Rushmore like was stolen basically from them and granted them all this money, which is now worth like several billion dollars because it's been held in a trust because the tribe refused it because they said they didn't want the money they just wanted the land back oh i like that so um this is like the story that they have and i haven't like looked into more details of that story in particular but that's like literally the story that they have posted on their website which it seems to me maybe ben and jerry should be giving back their vermont ice cream land yes i would think absolutely so. not to mention i mean not just their corporate headquarters, but all the dairy farms that they take milk from to make their ice cream and stuff. Like, that's a mm-hmm. lot of land. Well, not only that, Alice, sure but it's worse than that. peoples would like that back. Ben and Jerry's, you've been there. They've got a cemetery dedicated to ice creams that have um, are now deceased. Do you think there are not the remains of uh, our ancestors, I mean, Native Americans? Yeah, it's a Native burial ground. Exactly it is. So let's seize that land immediately. Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right, Alice, what is the hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. Got- uh, and they bring to us, of course, the Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline chat chat where you can leave messages and Tom will play them on the show. So we've got two calls, Alice. Um, okay. Do you want to do you want to uh, disparage those who didn't call in as revere trash or are you going to leave them alone for the 4th of July? <laughs> They're okay. They're okay. It's Independence Day. Dr. Cheswick, MV. What does MV mean? Martha's, Martha's Vineyard? Martha's Vineyard. Ooh. Ooh, Miami Vice. Oh, that's what it means. Oh. Jan Hammer, Alice. Oh, this was quite the song. That's right. Tom Crockett, (laughs) Miami Vice. Listen, Tom, now that you get the beard going, don't forget to get a trimmer because you're going to want to keep it at a certain level. And I don't think you should name your kid uh, Vaughn. Because I just, as soon as I heard that, I thought Long Vaughn Shattuck. That is not a name you want to stick with a kid. Virgil's better. Virgil. Have a great week. 
Thank you, Dr. Cheswick. I do like Virgil the Poet. I was just, it's funny, a friend of ours, I think it's Josh was just, I think it was Josh, was mm-hmm. just at um, a restaurant where The Birds was filmed. And of course, The Birds stars the gorgeous, gorgeous Tippi Hedren, Alice, mm-hmm. who is the mother of Melanie Griffin, who married Don Johnson. Hmm. That's right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of baby names, your son was making a big case for Ira in the car today. I don't see it. Ira's the neighbor on um uh But maybe as Paul a middle Reiser name, it could, it could be uh, a good middle name. Maybe, I guess so. I mean I guess so. I mean the He's excited because he learned about an Ira Anson shot in yeah. family history, so that's right. Speaking of your family history in Vermont, uh, Morgan has a question in the chat. He wants to know if your Vermont family referred to lunch as supper. No, no, did not. We never used the word supper. I thought that was, I thought it was a big Catholic thing to use the word supper at all. But um, I don't. I'll check with my brother to make sure. But I'm pretty sure. Not. But your grandmother was Canadian, so she was Canadian, might. indeed, indeed, a citizen of uh, Britain at that point. Uh, here we go. Steve, not from Canton. Hey, guys. Steve from Gloucester. When hey, it comes Steve. to hot dogs, I'm wondering if you guys have ever tried this. At the bottom of the bun, you put a couple of French fries at the bottom. Then you put the hot dog on top. Then you put your condiments. And I'm telling you, getting a bite out of a French fry and a hot dog at the same time, it's a good thing. It's a game changer. So you may want to try it the next time you have a hot dog and French fries. So, Steve, I am um, – I'm a big proponent of putting stuff on the bottom of a hot dog. But once again, French fries. It's, well, actually, it's, it's funny you say that because the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council or whatever the, they're called. This is a all-you-can-eat question. CIA, we should probably yes. address this over there. They, um, they say that the condiments do not go in between the hot dog and the bun. They go on top. Right. Okay. They're wrong, but they should go in both. <laughs> they, they should go in both places. This is what I would do. I would put about a cup of mayo at the bottom of the bun and then cement inside that mayo one cup of onions. Now, if you have hot peppers as well, that's fine. But that's what the your the bottom jaw should be sinking into. And then um, at the top, then do whatever you want. But I, I appreciate well, They say it goes bun, hot dog. No. And then um, you should have toppings like saucy toppings like mustard or mayo or whatever and then things like onions that stick in them which i believe is right you should have and that rule goes for tacos as well you do this taco sauce this is really an all-you-can-eat conversation but you do the taco sauce and then you sprinkle your onions on because they kind of stick in the sauce you Uh know and then you do the dry things like cheese or like additional spices if you're like whatever you're sprinkling on the top that's drier than that that's when you do that so albie let me ask you what are what are you doing tonight what's your plans for um you're on a different coast than me so um i'm gonna that is true it's gonna be fourth of july for me hours before it even comes to you there's gonna be uh fireworks that are gonna be visible uh from our rooftop pool oh very nice and uh, the front desk said get there on the early side, so we may go shortly park ourselves at the rooftop pool. How where cool. There's also, oh, unfortunately, I'm pregnant, but there's also a rooftop bar at the rooftop pool. But Tie one on, kid. <laughs> I can't, but maybe they can make me a virgin pina colada or something. Nancy so from can... Malden would have tied one on. 
feel like I'm feel like I'm participating in the holiday a little bit. Well, all right. Post that stuff out for us so we can see it, okay? Okay. All right, brah. Have a good night. Thanks. Happy Fourth of July. You too. I think you have more talking to do though. I do? Oh yeah. Uh, but the problem is if I talk over the music now, I can't hear it. But thank you all, obviously, for listening and for your patience with our audio issues at the beginning. Our audio um, issues? Yeah. Your audio you. issues. You. That's your audio. You've got issues. Um, and what else? I'm tired from tra- flying, so I don't really know. But uh, yeah, BarbaraPodcast.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.